Hello, amazing parents, and welcome to Parenting with Psychology. I'm Dr. Lindsay Emerson. I'm a clinical psychologist, parenting coach, and mother of four, and I'm here to teach you actionable psychology-based parenting tools from my 5Cs Parenting Framework to help you master any parenting situation. Thanks for joining me today. At Parenting with Psychology, we believe amazing parenting means becoming intentional in your parenting and proactive in learning skills to help you parent more effectively in a way that best fits your unique parent-child dynamic. Before we dive into today's tips, let's take a moment to add a positive spin to our parenting and think about a time when you utilized your parenting toolbox to have a win with your family this week. I'll share one of mine with you. The other day, I had my two youngest boys with me, and we were headed to swim practice for the youngest. He mentioned that perhaps his brother would be able to join him in the pool and swim too. They decided that if that were possible, he could wear shorts as a swimsuit, but he said, oh, I don't have a towel. My youngest responded with, you could use mine, in the sweetest, genuinely altruistic tone imaginable. Ironically, when we arrived at the pool, my youngest hopped out of the car and, in all the excitement, forgot the towel. And his brother said, oh, you forgot your towel. I'll grab it for you. Now, this is certainly not what every conversation in our family goes like, but boy, is it what I've worked towards as a parent by modeling kind and helpful behavior and praising that behavior when I see it in my kids. I'm going to keep that interaction in my back pocket and remember it the next time they're bickering and I'm feeling irritated or frustrated. It's so important to appreciate these moments to power us up for the rest of this amazing parenting journey we're on. Okay, now let's move on to today's parenting tips. This episode is titled Bedtime Battles, How to Prevent Common Bedtime Disruptions for a Smooth Bedtime Routine. Bedtime should be a calming period filled with snuggles and well wishes for another wonderful day to come tomorrow. However, bedtime can sometimes feel more like a battleground when it comes to getting your kids to settle down and go to sleep. Children can be experts at finding creative ways to stall bedtime, whether it's by suddenly needing a drink or a bathroom break, claiming they're not tired, needing to ask just one more question, or other bedtime disruptions. In this episode, we'll explore five common bedtime disruptions and provide strategies for parents to plan ahead and respond effectively, ensuring a smooth bedtime routine. This episode on bedtime disruptions is part four of a four-part series on sleep hygiene. Sleep hygiene refers to making your entire sleep routine and environment conducive with getting a good night's sleep. To get caught up on the first three episodes, titled Master Your Child's Bedtime Routine, Is Your Child's Room Conducive with Sleep, and Why Consistent Bedtimes Are Important at All Ages, you can find these episodes at parentingwithpsychology.com slash blog slash six, parentingwithpsychology.com slash blog slash 11, and parentingwithpsychology.com slash blog slash 26. Establishing a healthy bedtime and an effective bedtime routine, along with ensuring your child's room is decorated in a way that aids in the bedtime routine, are the initial steps parents can take to minimize bedtime disruptions. As a quick refresher, let's begin by reviewing how parents can plan ahead for a smooth bedtime routine. So first up, planning ahead for a smooth bedtime routine by establishing consistent bedtime rituals. Creating a predictable bedtime routine helps signal to your child that it's time to wind down and prepare for sleep. Consistency is key, so establish a sequence of activities that you can follow every night, such as brushing teeth, changing into pajamas, reading a bedtime story, and saying goodnight. Number two, set clear expectations. Communicate with your child about the importance of sleep and the bedtime routine. 
explained that a good night's rest helps them grow, learn, and have energy for the next day's activities. Setting clear expectations helps children understand the purpose of bedtime and reduces resistance. Number three, create a calm environment. Make your child's room a soothing and sleep-friendly space. Dim the lights, use blackout curtains if necessary, and ensure the room is at comfortable temperature. Remove distractions like electronic devices and toys that may tempt them to stay awake. Consider incorporating calming elements such as a white noise machine and cozy bedding to create a peaceful atmosphere. Number four, use visual aids. Visual aids such as a bedtime routine chart or a timer can help children understand and follow the steps of their bedtime routine independently. This empowers them to take ownership of their bedtime routine and reduces the need for constant reminders or negotiations. Display the visual aids in their bedroom or bathroom where they can easily refer to them. Next up, how to minimize common bedtime disruptions. Even after you've got all those steps down and you've done the prep work to help get the bedtime process flowing as smoothly as possible, you may still run into occasional bedtime disruptions. Keep in mind that there are legitimate reasons for kids to stall at bedtime, and you should explore the reasoning for why your little one seems to be delaying the bedtime process. Perhaps they feel like they don't get enough time with you during the day, so you need to plan some extra bonding time on the weekends. Or perhaps they saw something scary on TV and are worried about having bad dreams, so you need to spend some time talking about the safety of your home and consider watching different shows. Nonetheless, sufficient sleep is essential for developing children, and it is important to adhere to age-appropriate bedtimes by minimizing bedtime disruptions. I'll walk you through five of the most common bedtime disruptions and provide both a prevention strategy and a response strategy for each one. First, requesting food or drinks. Kids may suddenly express hunger or thirst at bedtime, either because they genuinely feel thirsty or hungry, or because they're hoping to delay the lights out moment. Either way, it's important to establish boundaries to maintain a consistent bedtime routine, and that can be done without neglecting your child's physical needs. So here's the prevention strategy. Offer a balanced dinner and possibly a small healthy snack before bedtime to ensure your child is adequately nourished. Encourage them to have a final drink of water before the bedtime routine begins. Be sure to mention that these will be the last times that food and or drink are offered before bedtime. Response Strategy If your child asks for food or drinks at bedtime, remind them that they've already had their dinner or snack and their last sip of water and that it's time to rest now. Offer reassurance that they can have a drink and breakfast in the morning. If they persist, provide a brief and calm response, redirecting their attention back to the bedtime routine. Hey, amazing parents. When was the last time you got a full night's sleep? Sleep is essential to physical health and emotional well-being. As adorable as babies are, they can really do a number on you during those first few months of endless sleep disruption. Often they've got things figured out by six months, but if you have a healthy infant or toddler at least six months of age who is not yet sleeping through the night and you are motivated to teach them how, check out my masterclass on sleep training. In this solution-focused class, you'll learn my step-by-step approach 
approach to sleep training infants and toddlers. You'll learn the rationale behind my sleep training program so you can feel prepared and committed to the protocol for sleep training success. It's packed with essential psychology-based parenting tools in a very manageable 75-minute class. Getting a full night's sleep is priceless, but the masterclass to get you there only costs $75. Learn more at parentingwithpsychology.com slash sleep. Let's get you and your baby a full night's sleep. The second common bedtime disruption is bathroom breaks. Does the need for a bathroom break seem to arise magically as soon as bedtime approaches? Kids may use this as an opportunity to extend their bedtime routine, but you don't want to neglect a legitimate physical need. So prevention strategy. Encourage your child to use the bathroom before starting the bedtime routine. Or consider having a trip to the bathroom be the very last thing you do before tucking them in. Mention that this will be the last potty break before bedtime. If your child frequently says they need another trip to the bathroom before going to sleep, limit their fluid intake close to bedtime to minimize the need for frequent bathroom breaks. Response strategy. If your child requests a bathroom break, allow them to go, but keep the interaction brief and avoid engaging in conversations or play. Remind them that it's time to return to bed and continue with the bedtime routine. Another strategy, if they have just used the restroom and say they need to go again, is to say that you've already snuggled and tucked them in, so it's okay for them to go, but you're going off duty for the night, so they'll need to tuck themselves back in again. They might find that they actually don't need to go that badly anymore. Now, of course, if frequent restroom trips persist during the day, you might want to check in with their doctor to make sure that there's no medical reason for the frequent potty trips. The third common bedtime disruption is claiming not to be tired. Kids have an uncanny ability to suddenly become wide awake when bedtime rolls around. They may insist that they're not tired and try to negotiate for more playtime or screen time. To confirm you are using an age-appropriate bedtime and for more information on signs that your child might be ready for a later bedtime as they mature, see why consistent bedtimes are important at all ages at parentingwithpsychology.com slash blog slash 26. Prevention strategy. Establish a consistent bedtime routine that includes wind-down activities like reading, dimming lights, or listening to soft music. This routine signals to their bodies that it's time to relax and prepare for sleep. Additionally, ensure that your child gets enough physical activity during the day to tire them out naturally. Response strategy. Acknowledge your child's feelings, but gently remind them that their body needs rest to grow and be healthy. Offer reassurance that they will feel refreshed and energized in the morning if they get to bed on time. Stick to the established routine and avoid engaging in negotiations or power struggles. The fourth common bedtime disruption is fears, worries, and bad dreams. Sometimes children attempt to postpone bedtime due to fear of a noise that they've heard, the bedroom being too dark, or other worries, including a bad dream they had recently. Prevention strategy. Address any fears or worries during the day so your child feels safe and secure during the bedtime routine. Perhaps you can develop a mantra that can be repeated at bedtime, like, I am safe and loved in my home and mommy and daddy are nearby. Follow up with succinct reassurance before bedtime. Create a calm and comfortable environment in their bedroom with a nightlight, a tuck-in lullaby, or soft white noise, and a favorite stuffed animal. Response strategy. Acknowledge their concerns, but keep the interaction brief and focused on the bedtime routine. Offer reassurance and remind them that they are safe and loved. Encourage them to share their worries or fears earlier in the day 
so they don't become bedtime disruptions. It is important to minimize attention given to these issues at bedtime to be sure that it does not serve as positive reinforcement, accidentally increasing the likelihood of future disruptions. Check out parentingpsychology.com slash blog slash four to learn about positive reinforcement. And the fifth frequent bedtime disruption, sneaking books or digital devices. Some older children are avid readers and can't resist the temptation of a good book, even when it's time for bed. They may hide books under their pillow or in their pajama pockets, hoping to squeeze in a few extra minutes of reading. While it's wonderful to encourage a love of reading, bedtime is not the ideal time for it. Other kids may be tempted to sneak extra screen time at bedtime. There's plenty of time during the day to satiate any digital cravings. Prevention strategy. Create a designated reading time earlier in the evening, allowing your child to enjoy their books without cutting into sleep time. Set clear boundaries that books should stay outside the bedroom once bedtime arrives. Establish a clear family screen time schedule so kids know when digital devices are allowed. Have a family digital devices charging area outside of bedrooms so it's clear when phones, iPads, etc. are in use. Response strategy. Be sure to praise your child when you see them put away their books or plug in their device before bedtime. If your child tries to sneak a book or digital device into bed, gently remind them that it's time to sleep and offer reassurance that they can continue reading, watching, gaming the next day. For repeated offenses, a fair consequence may be implemented. Just be sure to notify your child of the potential consequence in advance so they have the opportunity to make a good decision and avoid the consequence. Okay, here's the take-home message for today's episode. Bedtime disruptions can be challenging, but with little planning and consistency, you can overcome any bedtime delays that arise and establish a smooth bedtime routine for your child. By understanding common issues that arise at bedtime, such as needing one more trip to the bathroom, requesting last-minute food or drinks, or having a specific fear or worry, you can implement prevention and response strategies to address these behaviors effectively. Remember to plan ahead by establishing consistent bedtime rituals, setting clear expectations, creating a calm environment, and using visual aids to support your child's understanding and independence. With patience, consistency, and a positive attitude, you can transform bedtime battles into peaceful and restful evenings for the entire family. Think about whether any of these common bedtime disruptions have found their way into your bedtime routine and try out the prevention and response strategies outlined in today's episode. Wishing you and your family many peaceful nights sleep. Bedtime disruptions are part of the consistency category in my 5 C's Parenting Framework. Learn about the 5 C's to amazing parenting at parentingwithpsychology.com slash blog slash one. To view more episodes in this category, go to parentingwithpsychology.com slash blog slash 32 to find the show notes for today's episode and use the category search menu on the right of your screen. Oh, and to learn more about how to regulate digital media usage in your family and establish a manageable, personalized family screen time schedule, check out my screen time masterclass at parentingwithpsychology.com slash screen time. Continue your journey to becoming an amazing parent with this value-loaded masterclass on screen time for children of all ages. Imagine feeling confident about the protocol you set in place for your family's screen time usage and confident that your child will stick with the plan. Plus, there's a must-have add-on lesson focusing on social media. I can't wait to guide you to screen time success. 
Also, to build your bedtime story library, check out my Treasures Books page at parentingwithpsychology.com treasures for a wonderful resource of books and book series that have been treasured by our family. Okay, amazing parents, that wraps up today's episode. Thanks for being here, everyone. Join me next week to learn if you should push your child to do sports. Until then, keep up the good work on your amazing parenting journey. You can follow Parenting with Psychology and sign up to receive my weekly newsletter at parentingwithpsychology.com tips to be sure you don't miss any of my new tips. My weekly tips are available to read on my website, to listen to on your favorite podcast player, or to watch on YouTube. If you'd like to connect with me more regularly and join the Parenting with Psychology community, follow Parenting with Psychology on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. It would mean the world to me if you would take a moment to read and review this episode to help it become more visible to other parents. Finally, a quick legal disclaimer. Please note that the advice provided in this episode is different than therapy and does not serve as a substitute for professional psychological treatment or other types of professional advice or intervention. If you or your child have concerns or need further parenting or personal support, please contact a physician or other qualified local health professional. See you next week, amazing parents.